You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy. So hello, you are tuned into The Happiness Hub with me, Kedron Elliott and my... Oh, what? <laughs> I did, no, I'm just not that I've forgotten your name. It's just like, well, how could I describe my partner in crime, Liz Parkin? <laughs> partner in crime. You were wondering that. Funny enough, Kedrin, I've been doing the same recently because obviously, first and foremost, we are best of buddies. But actually, you've also become a colleague recently. Right. Working with the, with the buddies and things. And now we've become co-hosts as well. Mm-hmm. So so now you're three things and four things if you count gin buddy, oh, yeah. drinking buddy my, as you're well. You're my favourite gin drinking buddy. That's it, mm-hmm. that's it. So there we go. What was the question? Well, how? Well, first and foremost, we always do this. How, how are you today? I'm very good, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I do like our Thursdays. I love our Thursdays. It's Aww. my favourite day of the week. Actually, I was listening to one of the other podcasts. You're like a one-woman podcast machine at the moment because you run your own podcast, uh, Business Day, is mm-hmm. it? Business Day and Local, Not Global, yep. And then we've also just launched this week our, our new podcast called Logically Blonde. Logically Blonde. And you were a guest Tess, on there and yes. you said such lovely things about me on there and how much <laughs> you did enjoy doing our podcast together. It made me feel all fuzzy inside. Well, that's what you meant when you text me. I wonder yeah. what, you, what do you think I was talking about? Mind <laughs> you, there was some other things I texted you this week and you completely got the wrong end of the stick as well. Yes. <laughs> we won't go into that. Easily done. Easily done. So tell me, uh, how your week's been? How's your kitchen coming along? Kitchen is coming on very well. It's very Mm -hmm. exciting. Kitchen was due to start next Monday, but the guys have started today, which is exciting. In fact, it meant that everybody's been brought forward. Uh, So we had on Tuesday of this week, we had one lad in to put a partition wall up and then... Tuesday and Wednesday, the electricians were ripping holes in walls and poking wires here, there and everywhere so that our actual kitchen fitters could arrive today. So how exciting is that? It's going to be... So are you looking forward to going home to see what they've done? Yeah, I I think I might burst into tears. I think I'm so excited. I literally didn't sleep last night because I was excited. (laughs) It's like Christmas. It was like the night before my wedding. I was like, I'm getting a new kitchen tomorrow. Yippee dippy doo. So yeah, hopefully when we get home and actually... I'd sort of been budgeting for an, a week of them fitting my kitchen, but they said they'd be done by Saturday. Blimey, that's quick. Yeah. She only started ripping it out last week. I know. I sold it a week ago. Yeah, this week. Yeah, it's been gone. It's been gone 10 days now. So that is uh, good work, that. Good work. Mm. Yes. Yes. We've been, uh, I, actually, I'll tell you this. I did, I did a hot pot dinner. You know, I've been cooking out mm-hmm. in the hot pot and my pressure cooker. So, pressure cooker meal number one and two worked an absolute treat they were great pressure cooker meal number three I stuck it in front of my husband and I said look you really don't have to eat that and if you do want to eat it you're more than welcome to smother it in mayonnaise like he does with most of his meals which actually really offends me Mm. I said I'll have the mayonnaise first and I'll smother it in and what I did was chicken but normally I just put all my own seasoning in and I make it all myself and I make a sauce or whatever. But because I thought, well, I haven't got any preparation area, I'm just going to get a Schwartz packet and chuck it in, which I did. Thai green curry chicken with veg, blah, blah, blah. And you use milk. Now, I can only think that milk and pressure cookers don't go together because I took the lid off and I thought... (laughs) That looks disgusting. It really looked awful. For one thing, it was like a, a clear brown liquid. There was no sign of anything milky or creamy in there at all. So 
I was ravenous. I didn't have anything else in the house. Absolutely ravenous. So I drained off all of the sauce that I could, boiled the kettle twice, poured boiling water over this chicken twice. Hence, we were allowed to eat it with mayonnaise. Right. And that was dinner. And do you know what MJ said? Bless him. What? Really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> That's how you're going to have to cook all these meals now. It's like oh. milk in the pressure cooker. Yeah. Mm. So well, you you'll be pleased to know that I have made a vegan meal for you tonight. I've made a lentil dal. I am very disappointed to hear you'll be adding chicken oh, to it. I was going to say, I've got the chicken in my bag. Oh. I picked it up earlier on. <laughs> I'm, no. going, I'm going to release the chicken before you go home. <laughs> fly, my pretty fly. <laughs> It won't get very far. No, it Cajun, won't really get Cajun very chicken. Far. <laughs> All right, okay, shall we get cracking and introduce our guest then, shall no, we? No, because you haven't told me what you've been oh, doing this week. Oh, okay. I've not been doing anything this week. Oh. Not really. Well, I missed our workshop on resilience. So that was a bit of a low light, but it was a Bake Off semi final. <gasps> Is that why you missed it? It wasn't why I missed That's it. You know why I missed so it. It wasn't cheeky. that. Um, I know. And but I haven't really done anything else this week, I can think of. Well, we'll have to make sure you have a more exciting week this week coming. Mm. We've got, uh, we did have a fantastic uh, workshop on Tuesday night. Mary and my, one of our lovely Vantage uh, buddies, did a, a session on resilience, how to build resilience. Mm-hmm. And there will be an opportunity to watch that or the edited highlights on our website, probably after this weekend. Okay. And next week we're going to do... What are we going to do, Kedrin? Oh, we're having a tea party. Well, there's two options. Yeah. Because we haven't actually got a formal workshop planned, we thought we'd have a little buddies get together. So we'll have a buddies pyjama party. And then I thought, well, actually, if it means Kedrin can watch the Bake Off, we'll yeah. allow people to watch the Bake Off. Because yeah. if it is the final, it is the final. we'll have a Zoom pyjama party watching the Bake Off. I might make some cake. Oh, I, did, I, I, I bought you some vegan cakes today. That's something I did this week. <gasps> they were delicious. You're good. Yes. I enjoyed those. Yes. Right, now you can introduce your okay, guests. Okay, thank you very much. So something that the listeners might not know about me is that I used to be a swimming world consultant and I met lots of friends and lovely people uh, during my time as a swimming world consultant and our next guest is one of them. So Laura has been my consultant. She's been a colleague, a bit, bit like you, Liz. We've uh, had many relationships. She's been been a member, Swimming World member for eight, oh sorry, nine years, lost over uh, six stone, six stone, 11 pounds she's lost. She's been a Slimming World consultant for eight years and a team developer for the Congleton and Biddulph team for two years. So hello, Laura. Hello, Tatra and hello, Liz. <laughs> hello. Thank you so much for coming on today and chatting to us on our podcast. I know you've been there uh, enjoying our podcast, haven't you? I have, from the comfort of my bath. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. How cool. <laughs> do you use it to relax? <laughs> what, do you know what? <laughs> I have been, yeah. With the theme of the well-being podcast, I was like, I need some downtime and I need something to really soothe my mind. So, yeah, I've got quite addicted to having baths with really expensive Lush products, which is my new obsession, um, um, whilst listening to your podcast. So thank <gasps> you, ladies. I'm, ama- I'm amazed that Kedrin and I cackling in your ear is in any way, <laughs> shape or form relaxing. relaxing. Yes. <laughs> you will be surprised. <laughs> you must have a really stressful life. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> so thank you for coming on today, Laura. And I know you're really passionate about what you do. So if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, how Swimming World changed your life, because I know that it has. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. So, oh, about me. Yeah, I love food. I love eating, drinking, you know, being with friends, anything where people are involved, really, where laughter is um, involved in, yeah, Slimming World 
wow, yeah, it's changed my life massively, mm-hmm. as you like, you know, Kadrin. I started um, nine years ago, and only because my best friend was losing weight at the time in one of the local Congleton Fun and Well groups, and she'd lost probably three and a half stone. And she was very, very like me. She loves her food. Mm-hmm. She loves a good G&T date. She loves a cake. Oh, so do we. And yep. I thought, we're we're oh, no. blizzard nodding red. <laughs> and we thought, well, do you know what? Let's do it together. Because at that point, I had tried every which way to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't stick to anything long term. So... I'd kind of just given up on myself again and thought that I was never going to be able to lose weight. Mm. So I thought, well, I'll go and support her then. Um, And lo and behold, here I am nine years later. Mm. So she lost three stone initially. What kind of inspired you? What did she say to you to convince you to, to come along? Well, just really, she didn't really say anything to inspire me to come along. It was more what I saw her doing. Yeah, Um, I saw her eating these huge generous portions and I was thinking how on earth is she losing weight eating all that food I've been on you know plans and diets and lotions and potions in the past where I've eaten a tenth of that and still not lost weight and even just seeing her confidence grow she was just so full of confidence compared to how she was before she'd started to lose weight and Mm. it was something that was so important to her and getting that belief in herself I guess that she could do it and I just thought I want a piece of that yeah I mean that's that's amazing you know you see a friend losing that weight well you know that I like my food as well and the fact that you can eat chips and curry on Slimming World and still <laughs> lose weight is one of my still one of my favorite things oh, about Slimming yeah. World so tell us a little bit more about you know you've lost a fantastic amount of weight and you mentioned about your friend getting her confidence back as well so that must have been life-changing to you not only you know physically but also mentally you Yeah, definitely. It's something I find a lot of people don't really allow themselves to really think about. You know, when they are successful losing weight, often everyone's always talking about the positives and things. But Mm -hmm. I think it's really easy to focus on those and forget actually what a dark place you can have come from when you are so deeply unhappy in your own skin. And that is something that I think I ignored for quite a while. But if I allowed myself to take myself back there, I was in such a horrible, horrible place and felt so lonely and completely on my own that nobody else understood. Most of my family are quite skinny and I'm five foot 11. Um, They're quite a lot shorter than me. So nobody in my family really understood Mm. my relationship with food or with emotional eating or anything like that so to come through that and now feel that back then I thought there was no hope I thought there was no way I could do any of the things I've done in the past nine years and now I know that there is an opportunity and it is all to do with your mindset isn't it you've got to help yourself get through those negative times and Mm. and come through and find the positives 
Yeah, and it's taking that first sort of step. But Liz and I uh, joined Swimming World together. In fact, Liz recommended it to me because <laughs> I'd had a leaflet through my door. I don't think it had your details on it, Laura. I think it was it was Debs's leaflet. And oh. um, I said I'd been watching a lady on YouTube who'd lost like five stone. And, and similar to you, she was showing all of this food that she was eating. I was like, how is she eating all of that and still losing weight? So I'd called Liz and said to Liz, I'm, you know, I need to get get rid of some of this weight. I'm, I'm really unhappy. Like you were saying, you kind of, bury your head in the sand sometimes and Liz goes oh why don't you come to Swimming World with me I've been before the Swimming World consultant there is bonkers which she was quite right she was <laughs> and kind of the rest is history but I also do remember myself that when I lost that first stone that first stone and a half I felt so empowered I was not in a great place with my I'd just been made redundant and um, was very unhappy with my weight but I'd been ignoring it for a long time and then when I started to see the results it changed my life massively not just physically but mentally as well. Yeah I think that when you're in that space it is quite easy to convince yourself that yeah. you are okay and that do you know what if I'm destined to to be the way that I am then it's fine and you get to a point where you've convinced yourself so well that you truly believe that you're happy when actually you're not and you just don't know what to do about it you just Mm. don't know where to go for help so once somebody's made that first step into joining one of your groups in particular Laura how do you help your members every week with you know their physical and their mental health what what kind of things do you do Oh, well, it's quite a myriad of different things, really. I know so many people are worried about making that first Mm. step, and I was so nervous on my first day. Um, Everyone thinks it's a little bit Little Britain, don't they, that we're just going (laughs) to make them sit in the corner and eat dust. I think Liz Um, used to text me, yeah, and are we we going to Fat Club tonight? I'm like, let's stop calling it that. (laughs) Especially when I became a consultant, stop calling it that. (laughs) Many of us do, don't they? But um, it's kind of looking at, weight loss and weight management from all aspects really Mm. it's not just the food so we help each other to learn how to eat more healthy uh, and make little switches and swaps but it's deeper than that as well we also encourage people to find enjoyable ways of getting more active uh, moving more Mm -hmm. but also mental well-being as well so helping them to come through those darker times and you know we've all got that really loud negative inner voice Mm -hmm. and something I especially focus on in my groups is learning to accept what that's saying and thank it for its opinion however it's not helpful and dialing that volume down a little bit and helping each other to focus on the positives because when you're unhappy in your own skin it's already lonely enough and upsetting enough on on your own. You don't need that in a group. You need uplifting. You need fun. You need friendship. You need all of the fun stuff to kind of drown the rest out, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And I think some people also do have this misconception about Slimming World, about it being this happy, clappy place. But, you know, you have some real heartbreaking conversations with your members. From my experience, you know, people will tell you their kind of life story, but also it's designed for, for people to come together as a community 
how lovely people could be coming and supporting each other. And like one of my members, she was have she had a little bit of a meltdown in group because she uh, was had a newborn baby and her husband was being a, a little bit picky with his food and she was finding it really difficult to cook stuff for her and, and for her husband because he wouldn't eat onions and, or something like that. And everybody completely rallied around it in the group. Mm. We had lots of older members who said, oh, if you need somebody to babysit for you, we, we can come and do that. And then the next week, so many people brought her food. Oh. And one lady in particular oh. brought her this casserole in and she cooked the onions and the pepper separately. I'll never forget <gasps> this. And put them in a little uh, piece oh. of foil, foil on top of the casserole and gave it to her. Oh, how lovely. So yeah. yeah. And I don't think people sometimes realise yeah. that, that yeah. when Slimming World talk about when you go to a really good group, mm. it is a community. It is your Slimming World family. Everybody there is to help and support each other. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It's like feeling that you are part of a family yeah, that, yeah. you know, you're not born into. You've, kind, you've chosen each other and mm. you've all got similar issues and you all support each other. And I think lockdown has really taught us all more about community, hasn't it? And I know that both of you are really strong on the, you know, the Nantwich Buddies side of things and really helping your community. And I think that is definitely a silver lining that's come through this. But before lockdown and before the bonkers 2020 happened, what I felt was really that kind of wartime spirit of community had been lost and it really only did to me exist in Slimming World groups that mm. I've been to that you know people rally around each other and they they have that level of care and they're invested in each other. Mm -hmm. I think Mark Bickerton our first guest was saying something about that wasn't he he was saying about that sense of community in the 80s and mm. thinking about his childhood and he said exactly the same thing as you said Laura about the lockdown and how it's bringing people together and if we yeah. can take any positives because you've got to try and take positives from every situation that that is one of those things about people rallying around and helping each other. Definitely. I think it's made us more aware of people that are less fortunate than ourselves in whether that be because they've lost their job or whether that be because they've been told to isolate by the government and they've got all these health conditions that perhaps we never even knew about and that's causing them upset and worry and concern. Mm. But, you know, all the different types of people that we've met throughout the lockdown period, you realise that actually, well, I've certainly realised that actually my life is... You know, I'm very lucky to be where I am and, and to be in the house I live in and to have the job that I have and you know to do the buddies is, is a is a simple thing for me to do because I've got a, a good network of people around me but I know it's helped a lot of people and I think that's been a, a good experience for me and it's helped me because I think and, and also so many of the buddies have said they've enjoyed being a buddy because it's kept them it's kept them busy and it's got them out of the house mm. and yeah. Yeah. Could you talk to us a little bit about that, Laura, as well? Because obviously you haven't been able to run your groups uh, for a large section this year face to face. How's that been for you as a consultant? And how's it been for your members? I think, oh God, right back um, at the beginning in March, I think all of us were just like, like anyone, whether it was from the world or not, sent into a massive spiral, weren't we? We didn't mm. know um, any certainty. So, in the beginning, um, it, it actually really helped me to have been a consultant at that point because instead of uh, my anxiety and my worries taking over, it gave me a mm. focus because it's so much easier to care for other people, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah definitely. My, yeah, my focus was literally like, right, 
are my members okay? Let's call them all. You know, how are they? I just didn't want anyone on my watch, so to speak, to feel isolated. And I knew that that was going to be a massive deal. Uh, and coming through that, we, we've had so many members that back in March, they were so full of anxiety and worry that they did take a step away from group because it was new, it was fresh, and we were finding ways of meeting from home but online. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people weren't comfortable with technology and things like that. So it's been a bit of a roller coaster. It's been brilliant for some people, and they found the time that they were lacking before in our busy lives to focus on themselves. Whereas for some, that lack of routine and that even just missing the daily grind of nine to five was something that threw them a curveball. And actually, it was far more challenging. So yeah. to see when we managed to open back up in September, we got some people coming back that, oh, I didn't even recognize they walked through the door and, oh, just, I, I could feel myself, you know, when you get shivers and goosebumps. Mm, yeah. And I was like, wow. Like, you know, they'd lost two, three stone. Oh, it was, oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. But equally on the flip side, members that really shied away from the change in support that we could offer. Oh, it was heartbreaking as well because they'd come back maybe a stone, three, four stone on. Because we all, when we're Aspen Oil members, as I'm sure you ladies will definitely know, we're foodies. We love our food. Mm. We reach for it for comfort, don't we, in, in all situations? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting and about that relationship that you have with food. I've got a nutritionist that we're going to be interviewing uh, for one of our podcasts as well. And I think, Laura, you said about maybe doing a whole series on this because I think it's a massive subject. So with that in mind, what, in your opinion, what do you think the biggest mental health challenge is that affects people's relationship with food? I think... That was a big that question, is, that one. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. I'm like, hmm, let me have a think about that one. I would definitely say from the like nine years of experience I've now got as a slimmer, I would definitely say it is learning to be kind to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that is quite honestly one of the hardest things to learn how to do. When you want to lose weight, you've often been uh, very accustomed to feeling negative towards yourself for many you know, months, years, decades even. Yeah. And that is a very hard daily habit to overcome. And it's a learnt behaviour. So mm. learning to be kind to yourself when you have a slip up or an old habit creeps back in. And you've got to remember, these are learnt habits that we've got that we've picked up from our parents, our grandparents, even coping mechanisms we've come up with that we've, we've had for years and years and years. And, you know, for me, it would always be my biggest one. Grandma, lover to bits, but she is. Like, like most elderly ladies are, she's a feeder. Yep. She loves feeding me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we love our grandmas <laughs> feeding us too, don't we, well, really? We do. Yeah. <laughs> we do, don't we? Yeah. And grandma, every single time she did a lunch, there would be a dessert. Every mm. time there was an evening meal, there was a dessert. You could go back for seconds. You could go back for thirds. And you would want to because grandma's baking is delicious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And that for me was something it took a really long time for me to number one, realize was a learnt behavior, but also to be kind to myself when I slipped back into that yeah. because I'd had that's your 20, normal. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'd had 23 years of it. And it just becomes a habit, doesn't it? You just think that is that's your normal, and mm. trying to b- break habits is is a difficult thing to do. And we we say that, don't we? When when people come and join Slimming World, we say it's it's about a lifestyle change, and it mm. it isn't easy breaking these habits. And that's why you come to group and get help from not just us as consultants. It's getting help from everybody else because everybody's different. Everybody has got their own voices. Some people it's crisps. Some people it's gin. <laughs> some people it's chocolate. <laughs> and everybody's different, aren't they? Um, we did ask uh, our listeners for a few questions and so I'm going to slip this one in here now before we talk about a little bit more about where we can find you and and your top tips for if somebody wanted to do something about their help so our question from one of our listeners was why do blueberries make me happy wow (laughs) that's that's a curveball isn't it (laughs) yeah what what do you think Laura have you got any uh, answers why blueberries might make you happy I've got a hilarious smile on my face right now. So okay. the first thing, because I am in, like a Slimming World stick of rock, yes, my instant are. reaction um, to say is, well, blueberries never used to be a speed free food, and now they are. So that might be why <laughs> blueberries make me happy. What, what does um, it? Uh, what does a, what's a, I know what a speed free, speed free food is. I can't even say it. So does those. But what 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 is one? If our listeners don't know. It's something that boosts your weight loss. So it's really low in energy density. So mm-hmm. basically, it's a big package, but low on calories. So yeah. blueberries is a definite great one. But to add to that, it will probably be because um, they've got a really high content of antioxidants known as flavonoids. Okay. So apparently, they're really good with boosting active brainwave pathways. Could do with some and of helping that. <laughs> With the gin caps. Yeah, oh yeah, um, we could put some in your gin. Nice and gin, especially yeah. if you put them in the oh, freezer yeah. and freeze yeah. them and use them as ice cubes. <laughs> I hope that doesn't take any away, away. Can I just say I should be wired because I live off blueberries. Oh. I should be stick thin and, and wired, clearly. <laughs> and what makes me very unhappy is when I get a random, very bitter blueberry. That oh. really does not oh. make me happy. Oh dear. But the dog gets that. No, that makes me unhappy too. <laughs> So, Laura, let's um, let's talk a little bit about if somebody is struggling uh, with their weight, what's your best piece of advice and what would you say to somebody about thinking about joining Slimming World? There's two questions there. Sorry, Laura. Okay. Well, linking back to what I said before, you know, learning to be kind mm-hmm. to yourself is definitely yeah, the yeah. first step. And learning that it's never too late, no matter how old we are, we always think there's no point or, you know, I'm too old or, you know, I should have done it before or I've tried it 10 times um, in other ways why would this time be different and I think you know it's never too late reach out to somebody find something that works for you Mm -hmm. and I guess what I'd say to anyone listening is it might sound really cheesy but I am here for, for anyone literally anyone that would like help and support because I really do know how it feels yeah. to be oh, so deeply unhappy in my own skin. And I know it's possible to work through that now mm-hmm. um, and find a happy place where before I didn't, I think I had to fake it. I thought I just had to, you know, slap a smile on and pretend like everything was okay. Um, and I'm just very passionate now about helping other people find their happy place, no matter what it is that helps, be it Slimming World or, you know, another weight loss method if it is losing weight, 
they all work. Mm-hmm. You've just got to find something that is right for you and for your lifestyle. Of course, I'm going to be naturally biased as I've yeah. tried and failed many times before with other methods. <laughs> I think there's a couple of things that you said that I want to touch point on because people might not know that the way that you become a Slimming World consultant is the fact that you've been a member first and foremost. So, you know, I can I know you, Laura, and I can tell from the way that you talk is that you're passionate about it and that you know what it feels like to be stuck and in that place where you think that this is you're always going to be that way. So we that's why you become a consultant because you've got that kind of personality as well of helping somebody. And I, you are a great consultant and I know you go over and above helping members because sometimes as consultants, you want it more than they do sometimes. Uh, but also yeah. you talked about when you joined Slimming World and you joined with your friend and I, I joined with Liz. Now, I know not everybody can, can go with somebody but I think that's a great way of uh, taking that first step and joining a group go with somebody so you can help and support to each other but also to say if you do go on your own you're going to be met with nothing but warm smiles and hugs and mm. welcomed and you will make friends when you're there so if you are worried about it you know you can call your local consultant you can call Laura and we'll be happy to talk you through anything that you you're concerned about and obviously at the moment we're doing it virtually anyway so you can do it from the comfort of your own home we this it sounds like you're still a consultant Catherine <laughs> you haven't quite shook off that uh, well like Laura was SW. saying <laughs> like if you cut Laura through definitely she's like a stick of rock and she'll have SW all the way through but I just know what an impact it made on my life there's always going to be a little part of my heart mm. that is still uh, with Slimming World um, so we we could I could talk about this for, for absolutely ages, but I know Liz is always like let's wrap a, it up a bit. Well, no, I think we should do it, yeah because you haven't been talking for thirty minutes and thirty nine seconds, okay. but um, we could certainly do some follow ups with maybe looking at the the specifics of the the meal plans and some of the meals that mm. you can eat and maybe yeah, try yeah. and uh, weave those into a podcast of some kind. Yes, I'd love to do that. Yes. So a couple of other things we want to ask you, Laura, before we uh, finish our podcast is a little bit about yourself and your top tips, other than sitting in the bath listening to me and Liz on our podcast, about, about <laughs> what you do. I top tip. Yeah, I'm not sure. Top risk. <laughs> Everybody's different, aren't they? Um, what helps you with your mental health and what do you do to help you with yours? Oh, so I would definitely say something I've learned through lockdown that's been really important is mm-hmm. um, learning to like soothe, like self-soothe and soothe your mind, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think worries and anxiety have been higher yeah, for, you know, than usual for everyone, haven't they? Yeah. Um, so if uh, current events are a trigger, um, I know for me, if I listen to too much news and there's uncertainty out there, oh, I'm an overthinker. So limiting my exposure to the news mm-hmm. and the radio mm-hmm. yeah, instead definitely. of doing that, I'll like listen to you guys on a podcast or put oh. Netflix on so there's no news bulletins and things mm-hmm. like that. But also focusing on the present moment, you know, mindfulness. I know you guys talk a lot about that. So like really random things like going back to super simple things that, that take your focus. Like I love colouring. Self-care is something that I massively, I don't know how to kind of put it without me sounding like I might be homeless, but, <laughs> but um, I kind of stopped even brushing my hair during lockdown. Right, okay. You know, simple things. <laughs> but um, I'm tickled, you know. But, you know, even like I was only wearing my, my comfy clothes, my stretchy clothes, instead yeah. of the clothes that I loved. And, 
it's like, you know what? You don't have to have an excuse to wear your favourite outfit mm. or to put on, you know, your makeup mm. and put on a YouTube video and discover how to get the finest flick of eyeliner when you've never <laughs> been able yeah. to do it before. Yeah, yeah. Anything. But also, I've discovered the bath which sounds hilarious, but I'm a shower <laughs> sound girl. a bit like you're a homeless person, not brushing me out. And I've discovered baths. <laughs> I've discovered the joy of having a bath. Yeah. Um, yeah, but before I always used to be a shower kind of girl, in, out, super busy lifestyle. And like Liz said at the beginning, wow, your life sounds like it must be stressful. I'm quite a highly strung kind of person. So learning to give myself time to relax mm-hmm. and to yeah, have yeah, downtime yeah. is really important. So when I've been really overly anxious or stressed, I'd normally hit the cupboard and I'd be in mm. the biscuits and the mm. crisps and stuff. So instead, what I've been doing now is I've treated myself to some really gorgeous bath products that mm. I've never bought before and thought, wow, you know, £2 for a bath bomb is quite expensive. But actually... I would spend that on chocolate mm, and then yeah. feel really bad and guilty and mm. probably a bit queasy after eating like a life-size bar. <laughs> I think you say about the bath is really, I, I completely resonate with it because we haven't got a bath in our house. We've got two showers and no bath. And, and after the kitchen, uh, the bath will be uh, installed and we're having a bathroom, one, our spare room turned into a bathroom, which I'm so looking forward to because oh, I when I go to a hotel and I, I have, um, I sell Tropic Skincare products. So we've got this whole range of bath bubbles and scents and oils and all sorts and I never use them so when I go to a hotel the first thing I do is check that we've got a bath in our hotel room and not a shower Mm -hmm. because I will have a bath every night that we're in the hotel and and I can't wait to have that time to just relax I don't really spend a lot a lot of time in there but it is a nice opportunity just to yeah watch and something lines. on on the yeah. on the on the tablet read a book read a magazine zone out whatever it is you want to do podcast. get away <laughs> from the outside world get away from everybody i mean i haven't got children but in fact actually when i do have a bath and my dog just sits there and looks at me and i have to blow, blow all, say he gets in there with the air. he has tried <laughs> blow bubbles he's got in the shower with me before i blow bubbles at him i blow oh. all the bubble bath at him and he just sits there and, and watches which is a bit weird but anyway <laughs> well, that's that's so glad. no it's not weird i thought I genuinely thought I was the only person that did that, but it's nice to know that I'm not yeah. like the only dog owner that blows bubbles That's and it. talks to the dog in the bath. Well, my husband's not interested. He's not going to come and scrub <laughs> me back, but maybe I could train the dog to scrub me back. That'd be good, wouldn't it? But I'm really oh. looking forward to it. And there have been so many times where I've come home, oh God, if only I had a bath, I could really just really enjoy a bath or I feel better for it or whatever so yeah I'm definitely mm-hmm. with you on the bath and I've worn my PE kit all the way through lockdown I've worn a, a varying supply of um, sports bras because every day I've thought right, I'm going out for a run today or I'm going to take the dog for a long walk or I'm going to go and cycle so I've always got up full of good intentions but recently I thought no come on girl you've got to get dressed properly and you've got to put some slap on and you've got to because it does make you feel better it, it's so easy definitely. to get into those habits a bit like yourself like I will like get up in the morning go oh i'm not i won't bother having a shower because i'm going to go out for a run later and then i'll have a shower yeah 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 definitely definitely done that laura have you got anything else to add our our last question to you was what makes you happy have you got something in particular in mind that you want to share having a bath yeah, but that was like for a mental health. Just, just generally, is it? Is this? I, I mean, a mental health bath. Yeah, mental health bath. <laughs> but there might not be. That might be the thing that makes you happy. Or is there something else that you'd like to share? People. People. People yeah. make me happy. Yeah, and seeing people unhappy 
makes me unhappy. Mm. So, you know, just like being with friends and like you guys mentioned right at the beginning, you know, being each other's like G&T buddies and, you know, meeting with friends and having a coffee. And it's just so overrated, but actually it's so important. And I love it, you know, I love being with people and food, obviously, just in case (laughs) uh, the listeners haven't got my passion for food, food. Mm. makes me happy yeah I'd agree with that as well (laughs) actually Rachel last week was saying that it's people for her she said about like how she gets energy off other people and she really thrives on that so so Laura if somebody wanted to join Slimming World how would they find out about that and if somebody in particular wanted to join a Slimming World in Congleton Biddulph how would they find you okay well we're on Facebook we are on Google you can just literally type in Slimming World and you can find like a postcode finder on the main website, which is dead handy because you can just pop your postcode in and you can actually search by day or by time mm-hmm. so to find something around, you know, your lifestyle. I'm on Instagram as well. I'm slim with Laura B. Anybody's welcome to, you know, message me or follow me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put very random posts about food and uh, quotes, love a good quote, and obviously my dog as well. Yeah. So that's all good. But also getting in touch with your local consultant is is so important. Thinking back to what you said before about making that first step through the door, that's often the most challenging thing for somebody. And please don't be worried about you know giving me a call or giving one of the members of the team a call mm-hmm. because quite often we'll say do you know what Kedron you're making a fabulous decision do you want me to meet you outside because we'll do that we will absolutely bend over backwards to help you to make that step because we know how hard it is if you want literal physical directions on how to get into the venue because you're worried that's fine we will do that for you my number is 07-595-535 816 anybody in the world can call me <laughs> obviously maybe not at midnight ah, um, but <laughs> hope your phone's on silent at night time yeah, can, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, it that's will be tough, yeah. um, and I won't you, answer in the bath either because I, I'll be listening to your podcast yeah, good. and I really <laughs> hope you get a phone call from Mexico Australia I'm going to make someone in Australia listen to this and get them to phone you <laughs> yeah absolutely that's fine too <laughs> So uh, we forgot last week to do our homework. So I'm going to take a leaf out of Laura's book for this week for my homework. I'm going to do some self-soothing. I haven't heard that phrase, Laura, for a little while. And I think it's it's something that everybody should do. Being kind to yourself and doing something for you that you enjoy and that helps you relax. So I'm going to do that this week. Liz, are you up for doing a bit of self-care, self-soothing? Oh, yes. Well, we have a self-care Sunday. I know a lot of the Tropic ladies talk about that. And I kind of don't really embrace it but maybe I should Ooh, do so self-care yeah. Sunday I'll have an imaginary Ooh, bath in the shower and <laughs> I'll um yes I will do something nice okay great so thank you Laura nice. for, for that tip that's Whilst what... listening to ourselves okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there'll be I'll have to listen to ourselves on Sunday anyway because that's when we do the upload so <laughs> I'll be doing a bit of that so thank you so much for coming on Laura thank it's you, been Laura. lovely to have a bit of a catch-up for you because I haven't spoken to you since I left Slimming World, so it's lovely to to hear from you. It's been absolutely lovely, and thank you so much for inviting me. It's been a lovely giggle. Good. 
Uh-huh. You've had a laugh. That's a good thing, right? <laughs> We've got a few more plans for shows, which I'm sure we will get you involved in. There's quite yeah. a few things that have come up in I've, my little brain's been ticking away. In fact, Ooh. you you said something about quote you love a good quote, and I thought that's a good theme for a show, isn't it? Because mm, we all yeah. like a good quote, and yeah. I think yeah. we could break apart some of these quotes and really kind of analyse them. I think I'm going to plan a show around that as well. Okay, great. I like, I like the it. Idea. Yeah. yeah, great stuff. And, and baths, favourite bath products. We'll make a whole show, 40 minutes of bath products. Okay. Tropic will be featured. Yeah, I thought it might be. <laughs> right then, let's call it a day there. Thank you very much, Laura. And thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm Liz. And I'm Kedron. And we will hear from you, hopefully, during the course of the week. And, uh, yeah, see more of us next week. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Okay, bye. You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy.